are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And I'm Evan Klosky. Part two, baby. Back again. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Lockdown Race is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Race. Well, Evan, in the last episode that we had with you, it was a little doom and gloom, but let's uh, talk some positive things here because there are some positive things going hey, on. Let me let me just go on record that I did say I am optimistic because these errors I don't expect in the future. I just want to say that. Okay. I'm, I'm critical. I'm critical in the moment, but I I, I am optimistic of the future. Uh, are you nice. optimistic of the future for one Wander Franco offensively, defensively, anything and everything related to baseball for this cat? Yeah, I am uh, extremely optimistic for Wander Franco. If it was not for Wander Franco, this team would be horrific. Like it would, they, they, they would be. We'd be going back to the, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays without Wander Franco right now in a start. And not that he's like secured all nine of these wins. He has not. But this dude is just built differently. He, yeah. he is. He's amazing. And not only just from the stats that you see, from the strikeouts he doesn't have, it's, it's the way that he approaches at-bats. It's yes. plate discipline. It's the ability to foul off pitches, which are not – his pitch, you know, he's staying in counts that like, that is such a, an advanced like thing to do. And he's, he's 21 years old doing it. It's mind blowing. It's really, I just, I just hope our city really appreciates the fact that we have a bona fide superstar playing in Tropicana field. The guy is going to win an MVP award. I'm, you know, barring any injury, I'm confident yeah. saying that. How how soon can we put him in the conversation of Acuna, Soto, Tatis, Vladdy? Is it in a month? Is it after now. this year and see what he can do 162? Or is it literally the next second that you're going to speak? <laughs> yeah, I, I said that three seconds before you were done speaking. It's now. <laughs> he, he's, he's in that upper echelon. Now, um, am I putting him over those guys? No, he's got to prove it. But when you talk about potential and what he brings to a team and what he can do on the field, there are only so many people who can. And now you mentioned, I mean, like, look, everybody's built a little bit differently. Vladito is a monster. Like he's going to, yeah. he's gonna like 50 home runs or something like the ball in a humidor don't matter to him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's this guy is a, a, a a monster, but obviously he can't run like Wander can run. He can't feel like Wander can field and, and, and Wander can't hit home runs like he can. But yeah, the fact of the matter is that Wander's power is going to go up as he gets older. The guy is already built like a Mack truck and he's, as he grows more into his body, he's going to fill out and you're going to see, you know, more home runs from him. I mean, think about Miggy Cabrera when he started, right? He was a stick. And then, uh, you know, the, the, we talk about El Patron with, uh, yeah. with, with Wander Franco. Well, well, Miggy ran into the Patron, the, the tequila, a little bit yeah. too much. <laughs> and, he, I mean, he talked about that, by the way. So that's not even just yeah. making 
Yeah. Um, like you and, could, you uh, could go on a bender and go for, for four for four the next night. He was right. at his peak. He was really, <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I mean, he's, his body's going to fill out. So yeah. I, I, I think he's right up there with those names. And at, at this moment, extremely early in the season with a lot handling, I mean, it's hard to say that he's not a top three in the MVP right now. Yeah. Right. What's crazy is that if you look at war and I'm actually looking at fan war, he is fourth in all of baseball, Nolan Arenado, Manny Machado, Mike Trout, and then one Wander Franco. And to your point, uh, Evan, about uh, Wander eventually tapping into his power. I think he has the power potential right now. It's just about him wanting to elevate the ball. I'm perfectly fine with his approach of going gap to gap, going the other way and just, line driving the heck out of the ball. But if you look at the average exit velocity, the max exit velocity, hard hit percentage, all that is elite. I mean, you look at it and you think this guy have eight home runs right now. So I think eventually that will come. Um, and I'm not, I'm not worried about it in the least. I'd rather him be a, you know, 320 hitter and give you 18 to 20 than be a 290 hitter and give you a third. I don't well, know if, and I just want to say this quickly. I don't yeah. know if anybody was watching the Rays game when they were down eight, eight nothing, and then you know Renee Pinto hit the home run to make it eight two. But I really need you to watch Wander Franco's home run to make it eight to four. That pitch was at his eyes, and he turned around on a fastball at his yeah. eyes. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what he does. Yeah. No, I I I like to bringing that up, Kevin, of him not selling out for power and going gap to gap. I do think that's the way to do it. If you're wondering, like do that. And I love the fact that we can tie this into Evan's comment about Miggy Cabrera. That's everything that was said about Miggy is yeah. dude, the guy is just a pure hitter. The fact that he has 500 plus home runs. Yeah. He, he got power, but he's actually like a good hitter. And Miggy has said it himself. I want to hit like a little guy does. That's what that's what happens going opposite way. That's how I was taught. Dude, Wander is so adept at just going the opposite way in the left-handed box and the same thing in the right-handed box. I mean, the guy as a switch header can basically spray this the spray yeah. chart is all of the field. It's amazing. And so I do think he'll fill out. I do think he'll become like a 2025 homer guy. Maybe in his 30s, he can hit maybe uh, 30 bombs one one year. Uh, but it's it's the hitting. It's the approach. It's the plate discipline. It's it's. I know the walks might not be there, but when you're just getting hits, why the yeah. hell are you switching them out for walks when you can actually just get on base by getting a hit? Question, uh, Evan. You know, tell me to sit down. And if it's hyperbole, I get it. But in watching Wander Franco for as few games as we have, you know, 80, 85, 90 games, whatever the number is, I every time I watch him, I think of a couple things. I think future MVP, I think future Hall of Famer, and I think 3,000 hits. Yeah, I mean, th the only thing I would say with 3,000 hits is not only do you have to be good at baseball, but you need a lot of luck as well, staying healthy yeah. and longevity. I mean, right, we, we say the same. What, what is Mike Trout out right now? 1400 he's, a, he's not making he it 1500 yet so ex so right and what happened uh, injuries but you're telling me if mike trout isn't injured all those years the, the guy's getting it right yeah. i mean yeah. so 3000 hits is really not even just a product of how good you are on the field you have to stay healthy and mm -hmm. to be fair wander had a little bit of a hamstring issue last year 
He missed a game this year due to a hammy, or he missed it to a quad. So, yeah. you know, and I, I tend to believe that that was them being, they were like, hey, we have a 13 game run. You're feeling a little off? What a screw it. We're going to branch you sometime anyway here to give you a day off. But yeah. um, it's, yeah. he does a lot. He runs with a lot of power. Those soft tissue injuries, you know, he really needs to work really hard to not to, to keep his body in tip top shape because he's strong and he's fast. And that is, that's sometimes a tough combination for a body to keep up with as you get older. Right. Which, honestly, that, Kevin, which we're looking what, at Mike Trout, who's also built like a truck, right? And yeah. Yeah. Those three things, the future MVP, I see it. I see the the Hall of Fame more likely than the three thousand hits. Yeah. I mean, three thousand hits. We're not. I mean, that oh, it's is such a rarity. But I think insane. if there's a guy in baseball, and I know that Wander is just getting started in his career, if the next guy to do it, I think he's got just about as good of a shot as anybody else playing in baseball right now. When you combine the fact of he's already accumulated the type of career he has in. Yeah his age in such a short amount of time. And also because he's not a 50, 60 Homer guy and he's not drawing a lot of walks, he's not getting pitched around like Barry Bonds and so many other guys where he might get more opportunities to get a lot more hits, especially with the Rays putting them, you know, second in the order where he can get, you know, 680, 700 plate appearances, assuming he's able to stay healthy. Yeah. Right now I would argue that teams are not actually walking him enough. I think like with the way that the Rays are hitting collectively, I mean, Look, uh, Choi's been a, a really pleasant piece to start the yeah. season. Uh, I think Walls has had a little bit of a heater to kind of get his average up. Um, Harold. Margot has been solid. You know, Harold's been all right. But mostly, like, why on earth would you ever pitch to Wander in this lineup? It doesn't make sense. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Nobody protecting him. Just walk yeah. him. I don't care. Like, just, yeah. just, just put him on base. I'll just – see ya. Yeah, yeah. The next guy, and they'll most likely get out. So it, it makes no sense because who is protecting right now, uh, Wander Franco? It's not Brendan Lau. It's not Zunino. It's not Yandy Diaz. It's not Manuel Mar- Mar- Manuel Margot. Who is protecting Wander Franco right now? It's not Randy Rosarena. He's he's really hasn't turned it on. So I agree with you. I mean, the, yeah. the fact that they don't walk him, it's surprising to me. But what is not surprising to me. Is when I buy built bars and they're delicious oh. and healthy for me. Boy, yeah. that is never a surprise, Evan. Okay. You know yeah. it. They're delicious and they're yeah. healthy too. Okay. Because they're healthy because they're 130 to 180 calories. Boom. That's a win. Candy bars are usually 200 to 30 or 300 calories. That's no bueno, as Kevin Weiss would say. Yep. And they're delicious because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Everybody likes chocolate. Everybody likes chocolate. And if they don't, well, they're lying to you. So what you need to do today is go to built.com. And when you go to built.com, you're going to choose all the flavors that you want. Maybe marshmallow, maybe peanut butter brownie, maybe even mint brownie if you if you feel that way. And you're going to use promo code LOCKED15 because when you use promo code LOCKED15, you're going to save 15% off on your order. So today, do not delay. Go to built.com. Use promo code Locked 15 and say 15% off at built.com. Uh, Ulysses, you said everybody likes chocolate, and that's true. Everybody also likes jewelry. Wander Franco loves jewelry. We know yeah. that. Yes, he does. Um, and fancy cars. Um, but you can also get 
Find jewelry from BlueNile.com. And by the way, Locked On Sports listeners can get $50 off $500 there. This podcast is only good through my code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. So it won't give away what's inside. Go to BlueNile.com to day uh all right guys we talked about the greatness that is wander franco maybe a guy that isn't quite as great as wander franco but is also making a case for himself as a pretty darn good player so far that is one shane mcclanahan yep usf product baby yeah, yeah. i mean what what is there not to like about shane O'Mac right now yeah no i i actually we um we had this conversation how so I'll, I'll lead you to the conversation by question by question evan how many aces are there in mlb it's a good question rough number less uh, than five between five and ten ten I'd and fifteen say, more than I'd twenty probably say, i'd probably say somewhere between ten to twenty i i, I don't i lean towards ten to fifteen but i'll, I'll yeah. open it up to say probably, probably no more than twenty Okay, so let's let's pick a middle there and say fifteen. Is that sure. fair? Yes. Yeah, okay, fifteen. Do you think that Shane McClanahan is in that fifteen right now? Probably not. Agreed. Agreed. Why though? Is it is it because he hasn't done it for long enough of of, of a period? Okay. Yeah. 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 That, that has just, to take into account into the ace moniker. Look, to be an ace, which we're starting to see as, uh, you know, I have a feeling uh, we won't worry about the game right now. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to look. Uh, Shane, so here's the thing with uh, Shane McClanahan, right? What you have to do to be an ace is you ultimately get a free pass on all the innings restrictions, the lineup stuff, whatever it might be, right? Uh, Tyler Glass now. Had the green light to do that. Uh, Blake Snell at points, at points had, yeah. had a bit of the green light. Um, that's like, and, and we're just starting to see that from him. He just made it through seven last season. I think he did it a few times, and so he, he's he's kind of they're kind of like okay, we're we're uh, you know you're you're a beautiful plant, and, and you're starting to sprout and see the sun. Um, so now it's time for him to grow. So now we got to see how he does consistently in those outings where he's going seven innings and consistently playing team, uh, playing teams, uh, through a third lineup. So that's the the other part of being an ace going long into games and being consistent where you are constantly a force where you're getting quality starts, uh, quality starts again, six innings pitched. Uh, three or less runs given up, earned runs, that is. Yeah. So we just need a larger sample size from him. But his K numbers are fantastic. I think he's still leading the uh, leading Major League Baseball in, in strikeouts. Um, the, the, my biggest thing with him, and it dates back to last year, is for some reason with two outs, he just kind of <laughs> – yeah, <laughs> just like the like the competitiveness yeah. in him. Just like I think, and he mentioned it in a, in a post game press conference earlier this season. Like, you know, he he's like his mind was like, oh, I'm pretty much in the dugout already. Like, I got these two outs, I'm pretty much heading to yeah. the dugout. And um, 
And he, so once that kind of triggers, um, cause he's got, he's got that dog mentality. That's the thing that I love about this guy is he's, he's got it like up here. Yeah. He does, right. Like just, you know, you look at Max Scherzer and the, like when on his starts, right. And he is just uh, uh, an animal, <laughs> you know, like this guy is ready to rip a head off. And I feel like he's got that mentality in him. When Shane is pitching that day, he is fired up and it go, you know, dates back to last year when he was a young pup and he was mm-hmm. pissed getting pulled from a game. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to get yeah. talked down and like, Hey, you know, you don't, you don't want to show yet like that young buck. <laughs> um, but yeah. that, that's, that's how he is. And, yeah. I love that guy. I think he's special, and, and hopefully he's around for many years to come. Yes. Question, uh, Evan. Say Shane McClanahan keeps up roughly the numbers he has as he has right now. Say he gets to the all-star break with a sub-3 ERA, and he's averaging six, six and a third, seven per start. It, would you then give him a status, or will it take basically a full season another full season, another, you know, I need another 125 innings of really, really good stuff for me. Uh, yeah. I think this question is better suited after the season where yeah. I think first you need to prove that you're an ace. So we need to get mm-hmm. through this season yeah. and say, look, right. And, and honestly, we were just saying that about glass now last year because he, you know, he was finally supposedly healthy mm-hmm. and he was performing at an, at a Cy Young level. This was yeah. the guy that we were waiting for. Finally, he's, you know, so you build it up, you build it up. And then the next season it's like, okay, this is where he proves that that wasn't a one year thing. Mm-hmm. And then once you can roll that over one year into the next year, into the next year, then, then you become an ace, which is why it's such a hard threshold to hit. In my opinion, it just, it, yeah, it's very hard to be an ace. It, it is yeah. extremely hard in this sport. You you will not find any disagreement with what you've said because we honestly I think I'm I'm even more stringent I I I I think like aces like true aces is just like a deck of cards man I'm not going more than five I know maybe I'm being a little bit too stringent I think Kevin is well if you, 10. if you multiply that by the amount of starting pitchers across thirty teams as what 150 starters you know you you're basically giving away you'll allow for a dozen aces. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand, but I'm th- I'm saying like personally, like five to 10, like I, you have to cut it off. It's kind of like making a rotation of aces. I, I see one that through, for sure. You know, like one a through one E that has to be the feeling like there has no Max Scherzer is number one. And then number five is Garrett Cole. Like you're not losing those five games. So I, I agree with you. I think there, there needs to be a little bit more time with, with Shane McClanahan. I think he has the ceiling and I think in the likelihood of, of, of his future, there will be a Cy Young uh, yeah. type season or maybe a, a couple uh, because he does have the nasty stuff. And I like the pitch mix that he's using a little bit more, more efficiently. Those other pitches, the, change up the curveball and not being stuck as a as a fastball slider goes so that's that's been really nice so um if you want to have all of that information too guys you can also go to betonline.net which is your number one source for all betting stats and sports information you can find all of the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the mlb season bet online is your continuous source for all sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. 
You can go check out the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, before we get to baseball trivia, name that war. Do the Brewers have three aces? Yes or no? <laughs> Corbin Burns, good Brandon one. Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta. Yeah, I mean they're stacked. That's that's the kind of team I would say that no, but the, I would love that situation. Yeah, that's the team that Klosky is saying that would be very good in the playoffs, and I do think, and I think so as well. Like you have three horses, man. You need it. You need. I'm telling. In the postseason, right? No, it's like it's like playoff hockey, right? The scores aren't eight to four anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it tightens up. So, um, and and it, to an extent, somebody gets blown open here and there. But you know that's why you need the good pitching. So yeah, nobody yeah. nobody just blasts your way to a World Series. It just doesn't happen. There are games and pockets, but it just. Look, what's what's great is the fact that Shane McClanahan is so refined at such a young age. The fact that he has four pitches and three, I think really superb ones and one that he's still getting there with the slider, maybe just figures out when and how to use it more effectively. But his pitch mix is just keep doing what you're doing with that pitch mix, buddy. And good things will happen. Um, all right. Baseball trivia. Okay. My question. Uh, yes. For Evan and uh, Ulysses, you can help out if you want, but I think Evan should do okay with this, given that he is a, uh, lifetime Mets fan. My question, Mets are doing pretty good this year, aren't they? They are. <laughs> it's Honestly, I'm, I'm always one to crap on them, and uh, I'm probably going to regret saying this, but I, I think they have it, and that's what happens when you have an owner who spends tons of money on the product. Crazy, uh, right? You buy be nice. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, buy an Ace, you buy a Marte, and you buy a Canna, it's just, yeah, good things yeah. happen. They'll screw it up. They'll screw it up. They'll, oh, they'll be, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. They'll be uh, 82 by the time the year's over. Is Mookie uh, in a Mets uniform? I have in front of me a list of the, of I guess, the 10 guys who have played the most games in a Mets uniform. And I'll even give you a little hint. Number 10 on this list played 1,086 games in a Mets uniform. Number one on this list played 1,853 games. Out of these 10 guys, I want you to name five of them. So David Wright, Jose Reyes. Two and three, um, correct. Uh, Mike Piazza. Strike one. I guess mid catchers are a little bit tough. Um, okay. Uh, Kuzman? Who? Kuzman? I have no idea who you're talking about. I don't know. That's um, strike two. Hold on. Let me backtrack here. Let me think about this. You might have to think a little bit older. Yeah. Oh. Uh, a little before the David Wrights and Jose Reyes. No, Reynolds. I'm trying. The problem is uh, there's like the Gary Cars and the Keith Hernandez, and I don't know if they were around long enough because they played for other teams. Oh my god! Um, I am stalling. I gotta think about this. Um, yeah, I need some time. Yeah, I, I mean, that's. I a thought tough you were one. a Mets fan. What's going on? I am a Mets fan. 
Uh, that's a tough question to be in the spot. Because the problem is, is you can't fact like home runs and all this stuff is easier to factor than games played. Because now I have to factor in how long they were with the Mets. Because right, like Beltron, Delgado, all these players pop up into my head. Uh, you know, as I mentioned before. Uh, it just then you have you've, to say like you've said really good names. I like I would I I mean out of the four ones that you're not willing to pull the trigger. I mean you're batting two fifty here if, if you if you hit one. Um, need a name. Uh, Edgardo Alfonso. Oh my gosh, you got it! He's number ten on this list with one thousand six. Let's uh, go. That's the Venezuelan bump, Evan. Let's go. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm just trying to think of uh, like long time dudes. Edgardo Alfonso, like, man, he was good, dude. It's like, right? Like, just like John Olrud and Ray Ordonez, but these guys are like Ray Ordonez. I don't know if had a long enough shelf life, but he was with the Mets for a while. Um, Kaz Matsui, Kaz, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna count 10, man. You're just you got 10 seconds. You got to step in a batter's box. Got to step. On, Pitch clock. Pitch clock. Uh, I mean, I'll just say Gary Carter. Right three. Ulysses, yeah. oh. I'm gonna try to name one. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the guy he didn't say, Keith Hernandez. Incorrect. I will give you the list. Okay. Ed Cranepool, number one. David Wright. Ed Cranepool. Oh yeah, my. Yeah. Now you guys are gonna be disappointed at, once I get through this. Um, David Wright, number two, Jose Reyes, number three, Bud Harrelson, number four, Gary Great, (laughs) number five, number six, Cleon Jones, number seven, Howard Johnson, Bay Area product, number eight, Mookie Wilson, number nine, Daryl Strawberry, and number ten. See, that was my other thing with Strawberry. I didn't know if he had enough shelf life either. Yeah, I, should, I guess I, he did. I should have gotten Mookie. I, I went around that eighty-six team, but I didn't. I didn't go. I just that it's a tougher question than you think. There's a lot of layers. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like an onion, man. Yeah. Um, okay, that was a good one. That was Thank a good you. one. Um, my name that war, which by the way, if this, this is your first time watching the show, we take a player from the past who's no longer active and we look up his baseball reference war. And then we ask, what is that guy's war? So today I have this player whose name is Edwin Encarnacion. Oh my God. What is Edwin Encarnacion's? <sighs> baseball reference war i will say this i'm gonna give you a very non-hint he never played for the mets thank you i will uh because evan is our guest i will give him first guest and of course whoever gets closest between whoever's playing name that war wins wait shouldn't you be nice and go first because he's our guest fine uh, career such a good one. I will I will throw out a number, and my number is thirty-two. And Evan. And so my, I was originally going with like a ten-year three average, so I was leaning towards thirty. But he, I feel like his peak was like really good. Uh, I'll. 
I'll go with 36. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that was really good by both of you. Kevin said 32. Evan says 36. Baseball reference says Edwin Encarnacion's baseball reference war is 35.5. Wow. Very good, gentlemen. He was a three-time. It makes up for the Mets question. There you go. It's a, he was a three-time All-Star. He slashed a 260, 350 on base, 496 slugging. So he was at a 123 OPS plus. Uh, he had career home runs 424 times. The parrot went around the bags. Yeah, um, yeah was it was uh, pretty good. What was that? What was his highest war? His highest war was in year uh, 2012. 2012, he was a five-war player. But then look at this. 2013, 4.1. 2014, 3.8. I mean, he had a – you're right. His peak was really impressive. From 2012 till 2016, he basically was a 4.6. Yeah, good. That's what I was saying. Yeah, when you had Encarnacion and Jose Bautista, a lot of bombs in that group. That's right. Yeah. Cincinnati Reds legend Edwin Encarnacion. That's when I first started watching. That's (laughs) That's before he tapped into that power of his. And and by the way, just to say this, Jerry Kuzman played for the Mets from 1967 to 1978. So, and he didn't make it on the top ten. I mean, he's a he's a pitcher, but again, I thought he also what I didn't realize was spent the back end of his career playing for a couple other teams, which is why it's hard. Yeah, you got to go position I, players. I, I, yeah, I can't do. That's yeah, what I, I get for pitchers. pitchers. Yeah, I first was going to go with Tom Seaver. I was like, oh, easy, but then I was like, oh no, got to go position. Gotta it's go games position. played. Games yeah. played. Yeah. There's no uh, Shohei Otani's uh, in this group. I just wanted to right. make so sure that, that Kev knew that wasn't making up somebody. <laughs> I had go. no idea who the hell you were talking about. I didn't know if that was somebody <laughs> from a movie or something like that. But fair <laughs> enough. I'll have to look that up uh, afterwards. Evan, it was a pleasure. We'll see you again soon. Hopefully the listeners enjoyed the uh, two-parter of Evan Klosky. Maybe he'll bring the Rays some good luck, uh, although against the Mariners, maybe not so much. Well, anyway. I would have faced loaded no outs. I didn't bring in any luck for that. Glad <laughs> I did not bet on this game. Um, all right. Thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Lockdown MLB podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Thank you again. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, everybody.